Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Omoluabi Podcast, where African proverbs meet biblical wisdom. My name is Joseph. And I am Anu. Welcome. In this week's episode, we're going to be considering a very short proverb. It goes, Karunyeni kabayeni be. Karunyeni kabayeni be. Um... I won't interpret it this time. I would <laughs> I would see if my wife would get the interpretation of what that means. <laughs> and then yeah, maybe your initial observations when you heard that. Yes. Um what the proverb means is that it's better for you to be authentic mm. than for people to say you are authentic. Mm. Okay. Yes. It's better people's testimony after experiencing you is weightier than ESAs about you or mm. people's recommendations about you or what others are saying about you. Okay. Um, I can hear what others are saying about you mm. but when I get to meet you personally and I, I discover that all that has been said about you is true then that's a weightier experience than just... Judging or assessing or relating with you based on what I heard other people say about you. So, what do you mean by weightier? How can. No, I'm saying that, okay. Karunyeni kotokabainibe. To runyeni is to speak about someone. To bainibe is to meet the person and discover that what has been said about the person is accurate. Is accurate. Mm. So there are two experiences there. One is the experience of hearing or hearsay mm. what they said about this person, what they said about this person. Mm. The other experience is what I know about this person, what I know mm. as opposed to what Advice, is said. What's been said. So, so when I'm saying witty, actually I'm just saying that now my knowledge of, actually both of them are based on knowledge. Mm. It's just that one of them is secondary knowledge, one of them is primary. primary. The secondary knowledge is I heard about. The primary knowledge is I've actually met and experienced and know for myself. Mm. And so it's a weightier knowledge or mm. better knowledge. I think both of them are correct. So mm. yeah, I admit it. <laughs> it's a weightier and better knowledge mm. to to know firsthand as mm. opposed to, to just base what you know on what somebody said about and the other person. That, that's true. So what can be the biblical um application to this yeah um i'm thinking in two dimensions mm. um we can look at that horizontally in terms of our relationship with one another mm. and that you can look at that vertically in terms of our relationship with god mm. and so in our dealings with one another mm. um it's possible to deal with people based on what you've heard about them mm. and take that as your primary source of or basis for your relationship with them mm. or you can actually take it a step further to get to know the person and then base your relationship on your personal experience mm. of knowing the person as opposed to just what has been said i mean in this age of social media people say a lot about themselves mm. um, or you can you can assume a lot about what a person is or who a person is just by scrolling through their social media feed. 
but it's one thing to hear their social media versions of themselves is another thing to actually get to meet the person personally mm. um yeah i don't know if there's any biblical character that comes to your mind in that regards uh, yes um, I'm, I'm thinking of the story of ruth and boaz mm. how naomi told ruth about boaz's qualities and whether he would own his responsibility and be her king's kinsman mm. And indeed, Boaz fulfilled that position. He even did more. He was fair. Mm-hmm. So, in relation to the proverb we're talking about, mm-hmm. Naomi's version of Boaz mm-hmm. was more than accurate when Ruth met Boaz and when he fulfilled his responsibility to to redeem them. To redeem them. Mm. That's beautiful. Another example that came to mind is um, Elisha. Mm. Um and the story between Elisha and Naaman. Um, Naaman was the the captain of the of the Syrian army, hmm. um, and he had leprosy, of course. But Bible says there was this maid servant in their house that told them and said that told the wife of Naaman that hmm. actually this problem that my ogre has, there is a prophet in hmm. Israel who is able to fix it, <laughs> and indeed. Uh, they took her at her word. The man went ahead to meet the prophet. Mm. And then the experience became beyond. Of course, initially, it's it, it was going to go down south because Elisha was not doing anything that um, Naaman was expecting him to do. He didn't even come out to meet him. Mm. He didn't give him the audience he was expecting. He expected to be treated differently. He gave him a weird instruction to go and have his <laughs> bath seven times in the river and all of that. But of course, eventually, when he obeyed, and God is healing. I mean, nothing could be more justifying mm. of Elisha's capacity as a man of God than to have experienced having engaged with him with the instruction, divinely given instruction mm. that is applied. So yeah, in both cases, um, Boaz to Ruth, Elisha to Naaman, what they've heard about them and meeting them and experiencing or engaging them it's it's justifiable mm. and in fact goes way better than what has been said mm. about them. So Karo Yeni Kotoka Now let's think about that as it applies to God. Mm. Again, I think that obviously could happen in both ways. Mm. Um, you can hear about God. Karo Yeni Kotoka You could have heard so much about God and we there are so many avenues to do that. We hear about God from songs, we hear about God from church services, we hear about God from events and conferences and seminars, podcasts, podcasts like this, um, books and all of those kind of many avenues. And that's, that's okay. That's beautiful. But that is never as its own way as much as knowing God, meeting God, experiencing God for yourself. True. Um, and an example that comes readily to mind in that regards is Job. For 41 chapters, we read of how Job went through all of these issues and then engaged in a conversation with his friends and then for very many chapters with God until eventually God took over and began to ask him all these rhetorical questions that he couldn't give answers to. And then he lands in verse, in chapter 42, especially verse 5, where he says, 
Job himself now came to testify and said, I have heard of you mm-hmm. by the hearing of the hair, mm-hmm. but now my eyes have seen you. Mm-hmm. In other words, now what I know of you is beyond what I've heard of you by the hearing of the hair, mm-hmm. but I've come to a point where now my eyes have seen you, mm-hmm. I've encountered you. I know you. I know you're a God that keeps your word, mm. not because I heard a song from Maverick City, <laughs> but because I have seen you do it. You have a track record in my own life and experience of showing up as such. Mm. I think nothing beats that personal, intimate relationship with, with God. What do you think? Yes, I agree with you. And it is even much more profound when we're in a situation mm. like I hate to make generalizations, Mm -hmm. but I've come to notice that we go into Christianity, we become Christians Mm -hmm. based on what we've heard about God. And maybe due to our busy lives, we we don't take the time to know Him Mm. personally, to read His words, to seek His face, to pray to Him and wait to hear back. Mm. So when when we fail to do that and we have situations going on in our lives, we begin to doubt the God we've heard about. Like we, we, our minds can't align the gods we've heard about with the experience with we're the experience having. We're having. Mm. But if you've read this word, if you've read that, you will go through tribulation. Mm. Like, but you you will overcome. Mm. Reading that text yourself, your eyes seeing that you will, reading the text, not just listening to an audio Bible sometimes mm. reading the text itself whilst you're reading, like you begin to Engaging see with it. Yeah, mm. like revelations come you be, you begin to see things and we need to have literacy in the word mm. look at the words and let it sink in you, picture how Jerusalem would have been when Jesus was born, how Joseph and Mary were riding mm. their donkey. Just sitting in that in that um, essence mm. brings up a deep conviction in you that would be hard to be argued away by situation or turbulence or storms mm. or the fact that the doctors are giving you a bad report. But if you've been hearing about God mm. from secondary sources, from your pastors or your friends, it becomes confusing when things happen or your child is not obeying or your child is not as attentive in charge like you would like them to be. Mm. So, let us start meeting God as He is, mm-hmm. as our Father, mm. as our leader, as our Lord. Lord means it covers, it governs everything in our lives. Mm. And for someone to govern everything in your life, you don't want to leave that with third party giving you the information about Him. You have to know exactly what you're submitting to, what you're surrendering to, what you're making yourself vulnerable to. Mm. So the point I'm seeing from this proverb is just urging us to feast more, Mm. just feast your gaze upon the beauty of His holiness. Mm. There's a part, um, there's a Bible verse in um, Isaiah that says, God, when God came into the temple, His robe filled the temple. Imagine a chiffon robe literally filling a temple. The holiness, the it's the beauty, the the awe. Mm. He feels things. So let him feel you. Second resources are good. They actually supplement what we know. Mm. But that's what they are. They're supplementaries. 
like like you know how people will take food supplements mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you don't eat the food you yeah. just supplement the nutrients you you're missing so if you read a bible verse and you don't understand it and you hear it from another source they they, they give you more context to it mm-hmm. but then there should be a background knowledge about what has been contextualized mm. that's beautiful um exactly what Paul was saying about the Berean Christians who after they've listened to Paul they go back to search the scriptures to see whether the things that Paul is saying um, is true uh, as opposed to the people of Thessalonica so it's it's very important we should be Bereans basically not, not Thessalonians <laughs> um, whereby we don't just take things at face value Mm -hmm. but we go on to search and dig deep so yeah to tie it together on an horizontal sense in our human relationships you don't want to judge people based on what you've heard about them Mm -hmm. until you've experienced them Mm -hmm. until you've encountered them Mm -hmm. and secondly in our relationship with god we want to know god for ourselves I hope that has been a very helpful thoughts and episode for you. Mm. Um, till we come your way in another episode, remain an Amoluabi. God bless you. Bye.